and welcome back to the Constitution Line by Line. I'm Paul Fabrizio. And I'm Don Frazier, and this is it. This is it. This is the last amendment attached to the Constitution so far. So if you've grown to love us. Or hate us. Parting is nearly sweet Sweet sorrow. (laughs) And you have listened to, we believe, 150 of these? Oh, better than that. And the amount of time that you've invested has been hours and hours. And you have that song at the beginning and the end uh, of the yeah, thing, that, pouncing around the neurons in your brain. That's right. By the way, that's the British Grenadier, which I was opposed to. I wanted some sort of American song, but it is kind of the ultimate fife and drum song, and this is all about the Constitution. So, secret revealed. And we did get the Constitution Based on ideas that came from Britain. Yeah, so it's no doubt about it. We're warmed over Englishmen for a very long part okay. of our time. And by the way, this is all appropriate as we come to the 27th Amendment. Yes. Because, and I'm quoting here from our book, A Detailed Analysis of the Constitution by Edward F. Cook, 7th edition. This amendment was proposed by James Madison in 1789 as part of a package of 12 additions to the original Constitution. So the Bill of Rights was supposed to have 12. 12. Only 10 were ratified by the states. Only six ratified this one at the time. Okay. And subsequently, many others have ratified it. And you uh, one, needed nine. You needed nine at the, at time. the time. One state ratified it in 1873, <laughs> but the others really got going uh, in the 70s and 80s. 1970s and 80s. 1970s and 80s. So it was proposed September 25th, 1789. It was ratified May 12th, 1992. Man, that is a long shelf life. Good thing they didn't put a seven-year timer on this one. That's right. Amazing. 203 years to get this done. All right. This must be some line. No law varying the compensation for the services of the senators and representatives shall take effect until an election of representatives shall have intervened. <laughs> sort we waited 200 years for that. <laughs> it was like, what? A, what? Yeah, man, really anticlimactic. <laughs> but so essentially, you can't vote yourself a raise once you take office. No, you can vote yourself a raise, but you don't get the raise until there's already been an election. Until you get reelected. Until you get reelected. Okay. So, in other words, you have to go before the voters and you've got to say, hey, I gave myself a raise. Vote for me again, and by the way, if you do, I get a raise in pay. Yeah. Okay. So, the framers thought this was really important. Well, it would be, and it should be, because— Because? I mean, you could just raid the public trust. You could. Yeah, and you don't go before the voters for two years, so you get rich yeah. in the two years Say, you're in the I'm House I'm going to make a million dollars. <laughs> That's right. And then not worry about it. Yeah, and then you just say, I'm not running for re-election, <laughs> and you take your money and you go. And at that time, and actually for the first 60, 70 years of American history because of transportation, it was not uncommon for people to be elected to the House for two years and then – they did their duty and they went back yeah, home. They did Abraham Lincoln yeah. is an example of that. Yeah. Uh, he'd like to have gone back. He just he didn't. Just but, didn't cut the mustard. Just saying. <laughs> so he cut the mustard in other ways later yeah, on, did. let he me did. tell you. Okay, so what happened was that this was lost in the dustbin of history. Um, 
Is that okay to say, you, Mr. Historian, oh, yeah, you, Don Frazier? The dust history. Yeah, it's a very large dustbin. It is. And so that's where things went where nobody paid attention to. But members of Congress started giving themselves pay raises. And when? Well, almost immediately. <laughs> almost immediately. But it really became an issue starting in the late 70s yeah. and the 80s. And it led in the 1990s to, um, you know, uh, the House banking scandal where the House bank would basically float loans to members of Congress and they didn't have to put up any collateral or anything like that. It was, uh, you know, members of Congress were bouncing checks right and left. The situation had got out of hand. Members of Congress would vote themselves a pay raise and it would go into effect immediately. It would go into effect with the start of a new year, and there would be no accountability. How many people really know how much their members of Congress make? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what, so, what their revenue streams are. Yeah. So somebody did some research and discovered this and started going around and telling the states, hey, you need to push this. This is a way to keep an out-of-control Congress in check. And states quickly bought into it. Do you notice that Congress wasn't involved at all because it was proposed by James Madison? Yeah, absolutely. So this was taking place at the state level. Congress had no control of it. Congress wasn't happy. Yeah, I couldn't take a swing at it to shut it down. Yeah. So when it was finally approved by the number of, of, of states, 36 states, I believe, um, the archivist of the United States Constitution. That's a job that That's somebody a has, job, yeah. a historian, I would assume. Yeah. That person designated this as an amendment to the Constitution. Even though there's legitimate constitutional questions whether something that's 203 years old is still valid. So the original six states that approved it that ratified it back in eighteen, I mean, in seventeen eighty nine. Is that approval still valid in nineteen ninety two? The archivist said yes, it was, and because this person made the determination, it was. So Congress—that's the one bright shining moment in this guy's life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Congress was sitting there going, "Oh my God, they just took away our ability to raise our pay." So they couldn't do anything about the amendment because it's part of the Constitution. So they had a resolution that accepted it, and then they had another resolution that ended the lifespan of every other constitutional amendment that is still out there. Really? So, so if there's any more in the big dustbin, they all have an expiration They date. all died. Okay, so this could never happen again. So this Congress, was originally the, the 11th Amendment? I think this was originally the First Amendment. Oh, wow. Okay. What we think of as the First Amendment actually wasn't the First Amendment. Okay. So um, it just was the first that was ratified. But if you said it was a package of 12. It was a package of 12. So this is number 11. Where's the 12th one? Uh, it's now disappeared in the dustbin of history. To be honest, I don't even know what it stands for, huh. what it is, and I apologize for that. Wow. So I'm so excited by this one. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. This has been what you've been waiting for. It is. Now so I let you do the intro. That's I appreciate that. This is that. your show, man. I appreciate that. Now, members of Congress found themselves with the inability to give themselves automatic pay raises because wah, of this. Wah. So what did Congress do? 
Something sneaky. They peg their pay to regular government employees, and they gave to regular government pay employees not pay raises, but cost of living adjustments. Colas. Colas. Yeah. In other words, inflation's going up, so we're going to raise your pay to match the inflation rate. It's not a pay raise. We're just matching the inflation rate. It's an rate. adjustment. It's an adjustment. And so this is what Congress did. And so they continued to give themselves pay raises until there was an uproar about that. And believe it or not, here we are in 2019. It's been about 10 years since Congress has raised its pay. Wow. It's been at $174,000 for the last 10 years. And Congress this very year, in fact, last month, debated raising their pay, and there wasn't the support to do it because they know it's going to be a big issue, and they know they're going to have to go before the voters in 2020 before it can take effect. Too close a margin out there right yeah. now. So nobody feels comfortable. Nobody feels comfortable, so everybody backed away from it. Interesting. Uh, the congressional pay is in the top probably 2% of all salaries in the United States. I mean, it's a great living, yeah. but at the same time, you but work still, hard yeah. and you have to maintain two homes, but they still are making $174,000 a year. Still not paid as well as a Division One football coach. That's true, but but they don't have to produce as much as a Division One football coach either. Yeah, that's true. So there we go. This amendment actually works, and we saw it work earlier this year when the members of Congress realized that they could not. They chickened out. They chickened out. And there was the leadership, both Republicans and wow. Democrats, negotiating, saying, we're going to raise our pay. And then members of Congress said, no, we're not going to do that. We're afraid if we go before the voters, they're going to kick us out. I'm amazed that we've been rescued by once the again. framers of the Constitution. By James Madison. James Madison, my hero. Came back from beyond. Yes, he did. Wow. Yeah. I like ending with a ghost story. Yeah, isn't that awesome? All right, so that's your Constitution. And ours. Line by line. We don't have another line. That was the last line. Now, we are going to come back. We are. With? A summary of the Constitution. We're going to do that, just a summary of it. Yeah. You know, get our final thoughts. Well, one of our listeners, a guy named Ryan King, who's an attorney okay. down in San Angelo, said, well, that's a lot of stuff to plow through. Can you just <laughs> summarize it? The point of this whole exercise, by the way, was to allow someone who went all the way along this journey with us to have experienced the whole Constitution line by line. Now, we were the concordance to the Holy Scripture, mm -hmm. <laughs> the secular scripture of the United States. But, you know, ultimately you have now read the Constitution and you can make your own mind up. And you don't have to agree with us. Our students don't agree with us. Our spouses don't agree with us. Few people agree with us. But <laughs> We don't agree yeah, with we us. We don't even agree with each other. Sometimes I'm divided against myself. <laughs> uh, but the point is you've now been through this exercise and you're probably better for it and you're better equipped to be a virtuous citizen of this republic. And being a virtuous citizen is very important to Don. It is. Civic virtue is critical. And now? Me? I just want citizens. 
<laughs> you don't care if they're virtuous if they're or not. virtuous or not i don't know how to define that word just much more of a practical kind of person but you prefer informed citizens i do okay so we're at the same spot there you go. anyway but we will have one final we will that we will do so, so we're not leaving you yet yes but we will leave you soon <laughs> thanks <laughs>